baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Four thirty-five. Jeff Gass, News Radio WRBA. It is a Monday afternoon, and we have got a lot that we are dealing with as we head through the afternoon. Not the least of which, uh, economic numbers. You know, the uh, the the year is over. We're starting to see just how well, just how bad the <laughs> the numbers were last year, and a lot of us are starting to get tax forms and reports from. Uh, all these people that uh, have to do with our money, and I don't know if anybody's seen any good news. My friend Carl Carlson from Carlson Financial is is crunching all of this, trying to make uh, sense out of all of it, and I'm always happy when he's got time for us. Good afternoon, Carl. Good afternoon, Jeff. I'm uh, I'm rooting for the barbecue. Oh, you are? Okay. All right. Well, hmm. Hmm. I'm from Kansas I, originally. Well, you, let me ask you a question. How do you feel about cheesy corn? So, I like it a little bit sweet. Okay. All right. Yeah. Philadelphia cream cheese sometimes can go in there. Oh. So, maybe I can bring all sides together and the Super Bowl becomes a a kumbaya moment or something like that, right? That's kind of what I was thinking. (laughs) Now, do I go with the standard barbecue or do I throw all in and try to make burnt ends, which, by the way, are my favorite food on God's Green Earth? It is all about the burn ends. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Right. All right, you got to go there. All right, so you're going, you're going uh, burnt ends and cheesy corn just by virtue of my birth. You know, I got to go with cheesesteaks and pretzels. But uh, we'll put a we'll put a friendly wager on it. How's that? That sounds good. All right, a pound of cheesy corn, and uh, man, man, I don't know. We'll think of something better to. Uh, <laughs> to wager on uh carl there are numbers coming out and uh, like a lot of people i'm getting the w2 and the 1099s and this statement from that one and uh, should i bother open any opening any of these or is it just all bad news anyway you slice it there is a lot of bad news in there (laughs) that's taxes and then of course the even uh you know, the end of the year, the market didn't look good either. Stock market, S&P was down almost 20%. Um, NASDAQ was down more than that. And the and this is what I don't like about mutual funds. Okay. So you can own a mutual fund. You could have owned a mutual fund last year, 2022, and you might be getting a 1099 for a capital gain on a mutual fund that lost. 20% last year. What? No. How, how does that on. work? Yeah, no. That, yeah. That, no. Really? Yeah, it can happen. Yeah, you, you can get 1099s for gains in mutual funds that lost money. That's that's annoying. Annoying? My gosh. To, to me, now, of course, I'm not the smartest guy in the room, but that doesn't make sense to me. How can, how can I get uh, a 1099 which says I made money when I lost money? It makes no sense to me. So if the mutual fund bought some stocks at a really low cost, 
mm-hmm. several years back, and then you bought into the mutual funds later, and the stocks all went up, but then they came back down, so you lost money. Yeah. But when they sold the stocks, they were actually inside the mutual fund. Right. They sold the stocks at a higher price than the mutual fund bought them several years ago. That creates a gain in a mutual fund that lost money. Okay. That's insane. I'm sorry. It is insane. That's I why know. I don't like mutual funds. Oh, all right. Now, you don't, yeah. Don't you, do don't, you don't deal with those things, right? That's right. Okay. Rarely. There has to be a really, really good reason, and I don't find those very often, because you can own an ETF, exchange-traded fund, and that doesn't happen to you. Okay. All right. So, And they can own the same stocks. Uh, okay. So, so <laughs> again, you got to explain it to me, Carl, because, you look, you know me. You know that when I say I don't understand, <laughs> I'm telling you, absolutely. People are going, oh, Jeff is just playing like he doesn't understand. Jeff's not playing. I don't understand, Carl. So, so what exactly is an ETF, and why should I be owning that as opposed to the 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 MF, the mutual fund, or the ATF, or the the ABCs, or whatever? What what is an ETF? <laughs> so, a mutual fund owns a bunch of stocks or bonds or a mixture of stuff inside of it, and uh, but an ETF does the same thing. It can own inside of it. It's a wrapper. Okay. It goes around and owns a bunch of stocks or bonds or anything inside of now that the way it's built, though, the ETF stands for exchange traded fund, right. meaning that it's traded on the exchange like a stock. So you can buy it and sell it immediately based on a price. So a mutual fund, you have to buy it or sell it blind. You don't know what the value is when you buy it or when you sell it. Huh. Because when you a mutual fund clears out at the end of the day after the market's closed and then calculates its value. So you would have had to sell it hoping that it was going to be at a certain value. That's another reason I don't like mutual funds. Oh, that's absurd. Wait, that's like going in and buy. I'd like to buy this car. All right, sir, we'll sign the paperwork here. We're going to determine how much it costs you later. Who the heck would do that? That's exactly right. Oh, that's Homie, don't play that. No, 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 that's craziness. Now, all right, so ETF is the way to go, and obviously you need somebody on your side like uh, like Carl Carlson or part of your team over there at Carlson Financial. Can I ask you, and this is a painful thing to do, but can I ask you to turn your attention in the direction of uh, uh, Ms. Yellen? Uh, uh, Ms., Ms. Yellen is telling us she's going to take, quote, extraordinary measures to keep us from what? Defaulting on the debt? Mm, uh-huh. I'm not seeing anything happen there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I just wanted to yeah. be sure. Because she you know said what I that. Think? Yeah. I know, but I think she's just yelling. Oh. Oh. Wow. There's there's the dad joke of the day. I like that. No, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good stuff. Uh, I... <laughs> 
I will actually work that into conversation. So I'll give you full credit, Carl, but I will work that into a conversation. All right. So Janet is just yelling. I got it. Fair enough. Um, Yeah. But that does. I mean, the the fact that they're sort of dancing around all this in D.C., does does that impact those of us in the real world, say, via the market? So the market is uh, very emotional driven. Mm hmm. So, uh, and, and not only emotional, but now it's also driven by a lot of algorithms and um, electronic trading and things like that that bounce off of one thing and another. So, when the emotions start kicking in, the stock market can react to some of this noise about um, the whole debt thing. So, gotcha. that reaction can shoot the market down. Even though you know the value of those stocks, yeah, uh, really aren't really didn't go down. Okay, so okay. it could be an opportunity to buy. Oh, interesting, interesting. And if if you're look, if you're thinking about retirement, uh, folks who are getting ready to re- retire this year are they're in a bad way, aren't they? Yeah, if they weren't positioned correctly, if their mm-hmm. financial house was not designed and built right, then yeah. they're kind of in a bad way. Yeah. So that means your style, all of a sudden your account is down 20, 25 percent, mm-hmm. and now you feel like you can't retire. Yeah. And you were getting ready to retire this year, early this year. So that was because you didn't have your financial house designed and built right. So mm-hmm. when you're building that financial house, you have to make sure you have some nice, safe, high earning mm-hmm. assets in your financial house. That's the foundation. You want to get as good of earnings as you can off of safe investments. Right. And um, then, you know, you have a part that, and you, you make sure that that's enough to make sure that you're good to retire. Right. So then the piece that's in the roof of the financial house that won't stress you out and keep you from retiring because you've got the appropriate amount in the roof of your financial house, you know, which might maybe you only need 20% up there. You should only have 10% or 30% or 40%. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. of that, you got to build all that out in your financial plan. Right, right. Hey, I, I want folks to come out. I, I'm going to, well, actually, I don't know. Do you still have space for the, any of the Dover Hall events? Oh my gosh, it's getting tight. But okay. if you uh, call or go to our website now, I think there's still a little bit of room, but seriously, I think it might be two or four people left okay. one or two nights. All right. So, All right. so the yeah, best way quickly. then, yeah, uh, carlsonfinancial.com, they can go and I, I think you can register online or just call 844-CARLSON. Is that maybe even easier? Yep, that'll get you in there. Okay. All right. Well, that's what we're going to do. I'm going to send people over there. I'll remind everybody, 844-CARLSON, 844-CARLSON is the way you can uh, sign up. couple of events coming up in uh, Dover Hall. It's uh, February the uh, 7th. I'm looking right now, Carl, February 7th and the 8th. A couple of spots here and there online, and then maybe the easiest is just 844-CARLSON. Well, Carl, I'm going to uh, uh, pick the date that I'm coming, and I will see you out there. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Anything in particular that we'll be touching on those evenings? Uh, well, we're, we're going to be talking about how to invest in this kind of stock market volatility, how to okay. design and build your financial house right, 
and how to deal with, uh, I think, pending increases in taxes and to get your tax situation set up correctly to minimize your taxes now and in the future. Okay. So, and a little bit about inflation and how to protect yourself against inflation. All right. Well, it sounds great. Carl, I appreciate you being here, my friend. That is Carl Carlson. You need to uh, come out to one of these live events. I'm online right now at carlsonfinancial.com, carlsonfinancial.com. When you go to that website, up at the top, it says uh, events. Click on events and then pick out Richmond. There are three events, February 7th, 8th, and 9th. It's Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. couple of spots here and there to get in, and I would urge you, urge you, don't waste any time. And if you're you're driving or you're someplace thinking, oh man, I'm only on I'm on my phone. I don't know if I want to mess with that. Call them. You can call them right now, 844 Carlson, 844 Carlson, and you can get signed up. I am uh, trying to decide right now, do I go Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday? Uh, I'll let you know and then I'll probably see you there. It is 446, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen. We have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.